Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And this is episode 102. We're just going to say that now. Okay, cool. We're just okay. saying the episode number. We're just saying it for okay. continuity purposes at this point. Well, I like that as an intro, and I'm sure over the next few episodes it will sound way more natural than that did. this this whole podcast thrives on unnatural conversational flow speaking of what'd you what'd you listen to this past fortnight joey i feel like i had a lot of promises and i did not keep most of them dude i kept none of my promises (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and let you know but there is one promise that i didn't make last week but i made a while ago that i kept and uh i finally got around to really sitting down and giving Hushed and Grim the time that it deserved. Dude. <laughs> and holy shit, dude. It is yeah. such a good album. Like, I don't know if it necessarily tops. Like, I... I man, I, I, I've, I've kind of struggled <laughs> we, with we're this. We're talking Mastodon albums now, right? Yeah. Yeah, the whole, the whole episode. But I, I will say it is, if not my new favorite, it is a close two just because of the atmosphere of the whole album. Yeah. Like I list I looked at it and it's like an hour and a half long and it seemed a little intimidating, which I think is possibly at the beginning why I didn't give it the time it deserved because yeah. I've been listening to a bunch of like 30 minute albums and stuff, but I finally did it. It didn't seem like an hour and a half, like honestly, sitting down not looking at the track list, not looking at the time, not watching the songs change it did not feel like an hour and a half. It felt like yeah. I was just sucked into another world. And it was just, and I feel like Mastodon's ability to create atmospheres is what I like so much about them. Like you can just listen to an album and zone out and mm-hmm. they really fucking hit it with hushed and grim. I agree. I, I obviously, I think I've said this. I think hushed and grim is my favorite Mastodon album is yours. Then uh crack the sky. Are you a crack the sky guy? Or are you the older, like, like Blood Mountain kind of thing? I, I was Blood Mountain for a long time, but then I think I switched to Leviathan at a certain point. But now well, I'm kind of like, I'm really digging their newer stuff. Like, even some yeah. stuff on, what, Emperor of Sand? Was that the album? Yeah, even some stuff on that I really, really enjoy. And then uh, Cold Black Knight. That, was that the name of the EP? Uh, Cold Dark Place. Cold Dark Place. Not Cold Black Knight. What, what is it? Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> it's, it's basically yeah. the same. But I really liked that. So a lot of their newer stuff yeah. I've been really enjoying. But That's yeah. what I, I like in that like Cold Dark Place was like uh, a Dirty Behinds kind of yeah. vibe, right? And uh, it feels like that's kind of bleeding into Hushed and Grim, yeah. especially on tracks like The Beast that just oh, have fuck. that kind of like twang to them almost and, and just let Brent kind of exist and experiment with his, his shit. Not that they've like repressed him before or yeah. anything, but it, it, I guess it's his new sound or his, just the way that he's kind of making music now. And it's, it's fucking phenomenal. Hell yeah. Unlike, unlike you listening to an hour and a half long album, uh, <laughs> this, this past fortnight, I listened to, uh, something that I mentioned at the end of last episode. It was a promise kept that uh was the artist's name carol's daughter and the oh, album nice. is please put me in a medically induced coma um it's an 18 minute album and has like <laughs> seven tracks so very much a, a a staunch difference staunch is that a word that's uh, sure it is now it is you now said it. <laughs> the staunch difference from uh 
an hour and a half Mastodon experience. But uh, I actually just listened to it today because I was like, man, I have all this shit on my backlog that I haven't listened to in the last fortnight. So I'm going to I'm going to give some some new some new takes. So I, I haven't invested a ton of time into it. I listened to it a few times because it's like 18 minutes long, but uh, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty interesting little uh, punk rock kind of I don't want to say it's punk rock. Some of it's punk rock, but it, it just it kind of captures a lot of like teen angst like punk yeah. rock would do. And nice. uh, that's, that's kind of fun sometimes. That is fun. That's what I love about punk. It's like, it doesn't even necessarily have to sound like how you would think punk feels, but you can just hear music that's made with like a punk ethos. Yeah. Like this is fucking punk rock. It's just angsty. It's just angsty. You're just like, ah, I feel like it's great. Uh, Speaking of, I guess it could, maybe it's not punk rock, but folkier. Uh, I've been listening to the Mountain Goats. Uh, They have an album, Tallahassee. I've listened to it before and I've listened to it a decent amount before. And it's a really, it's a, it's one of their bigger albums, but in the Mountain Coats, I feel like are a big band. At least a lot of people know them. There's was a podcast that was called like I Only Listen to the Mountain Coats, where it was just like <laughs> musicians who had been inspired by the Mountain Coats came on and like talked about how much they love Mastodon or not Mastodon. Mastodon. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, that's this podcast, Joey. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit if we had a podcast that was like I only listen to Mastodon listen and we came on and, and only talked about other bands? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have not heard of the Mountain Goats, oh. by the way. So I feel well, like now now I'm in a minority, which is cool. I mean, they're, cool. <laughs> I originally heard of them through John Green, the YouTube man. Uh, he was one of the vlog brothers. He always talked about the Mountain Goats. And I had heard a few of their bigger hits before and just never like attributed it to them. But mm-hmm. uh, And Alyssa got me listening to them a lot too. But yeah, he's, they've got really good songwriting. And I definitely want to dive deeper into a lot of their, I haven't heard many of their newer albums. So I'm going to, that's the promise that I'm going to break for next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I I do have a link for kind of folksy and moving in a folksy direction and that kind of vibe. Uh, Black country, new road, black road, new country. I said it backwards. Didn't I, or is it black country? New road? I don't know. I listened to the, their uh, previous album. Okay. Yeah. Over over the past few weeks, uh, which, is called for the first time, I think. Uh, YouTube has it labeled as an EP, but it's an actual like album, and it's it's it is it's it's a trip. Just oh, to, like be- because like I don't think it's super old. It was like 2018, 2019 ish, I think. But it's so like interesting how much they've grown, and you can clearly hear like there there are bands where like their first album's kind of like rough and raw and then they kind of like Mastodon, right? I mean, Mastodon's kind of changed their tone. So maybe this isn't the best example, but they refine themselves over time. And I feel like with the newer, um, black, black country, new road, I need to look this up before I, I'm pretty sure it's black country, new road, black country, new road. Uh, their newer album sounds so polished and so like clean and fine. And, uh, going back to listen to their previous album, it's still like pretty refined, but you can tell like this was a starting place yeah. for something. So it's kind of just like an unpolished version of what you're getting on the newer album, which is kind of fun to see and fun to listen to. Cause I mean, obviously we both enjoyed that album. So like, yeah. taking, taking that step back, I think you would really enjoy it. Cause it, it, it kind of has more of like the pure essence, I oh. guess of, of that, of that stuff. We're doing hand gestures <laughs> that you guys can't see cause we don't do video <laughs> yet, but, uh, yeah, it's it's got that it's 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 like just it's so pure, and I I think it's it's worth a, a listen. 
that is a promise that I'm going to try my hardest to keep is me saying right now that I'm going to listen to that album <laughs> by next episode because God, I, I, I should have done that back when I really liked yeah. their first album, but I just didn't, um, man, I don't know. Speaking of unpolished things, I guess, uh, <laughs> I found a band called hard Fi in the discount bin at dollar tree the other day. Damn. Just, I just was, you know, we were in there. I don't know what we were doing. We you're were just, well, yeah, you're, you're, you're digging. <laughs> we were just like in Dollar Tree, and this may come as a shock to you, but I didn't really care too much about their music once I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just like I was looking at the CDs because, much like we've talked about before, like you've said, uh, looking at like a YouTube thumbnail for Black Country New Road, there that Concord song. That's what pulled you in. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll do that same thing with album covers, of course, because that's what album covers are meant to do. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> uh, I was looking there and saw an album by them, and I was just like, ah, eh, that seems interesting. Went home, looked them up, and the album wasn't on Spotify, so I just listened to their greatest hits. Or like a compilation. It was like one yeah. of those, like, the years 2003 <laughs> through 2014, whatever. Um, but they, they're kind of like a, a UK punk indie rock type band and like it's fine but um i didn't really swing, care too swing and a miss yeah and i figured i'd highlight it just because it was like a weird thing like we were just there yeah. trying to get <laughs> some i don't even remember what we were there for and it was just like i was super into like i'm gonna look up this band when i get home and listen to their music so you couldn't be bothered to buy the cd <laughs> you no. just looked at the cd and we're yeah. like yeah okay well, you're, you're, see, you're window shopping that's the jaded world that we live in now where it's like, I, I already pay for a service that gives me unlimited music. So I'm like, I see stuff and I, I guess buying stuff from Dollar Tree, it's like, I know no revenue of that purchase buying yeah. an album for a dollar 25 is going to, cause it's not Dollar Tree's not fucking a dollar anymore. It's a dollar 25. It's like, <laughs> everything's a dollar 25. Yeah. But. But yeah, so I know none of that's going to the band, so I don't feel guilty about not buying it, especially because I didn't care too much about the music. But it was just that's like fair. they probably get more revenue from the stream anyway. Yeah, from you from you listening to it. I think it's interesting that like that's that's an option. That's a thing that happens, and that like previously, I mean, you kind of you kind of teased this, I suppose, and that like previously people would go to album like record stores. And they they would look at album art to determine what albums they were going to buy and take home and listen to, and that money's already spent. Yeah. So like you're you're you either, you're taking a risk, I guess. You're spending some some cash on on an album that you may or may not like, based purely on a painting or a yeah. picture of of what the artist thought would describe their album or at least sell you the album. I mean, a lot of like, obviously like in the eighties, there was a lot of like sex appeal and stuff on album yeah. covers and stuff. So not necessarily describing the music in that case, but like, it's just so wild that that's, that's such a different thing. I mean, record stores obviously still exist and vinyls obviously making a resurgence. I've, I'm collecting vinyl. You, you have some vinyl people, people are like collecting vinyl. I like physical media in general. Yeah, but um, I still haven't let go of CDs. I buy CDs. Well, okay, I guess I haven't bought a CD in a while. But you have it's, it's, bought it's one. You've I bought, bought one, one in the last five years. Yeah, I've bought several in the last five years. I'd say, 
but um yeah it's just it's it's interesting that that is that that is such a strange adaptation i suppose is looking at covers in a store and then not buying it but going online and listening to it that way instead it's just kind of interesting to me yeah it's really weird because it's i i think part of the reason i even figured i would talk about it this week is because it kind of gave me the thought that like whenever you you i've seen people and i know people there's people in my family who have these big record collections yeah and you'll hear them say stuff like yeah that one's not really that good or like i this like you don't want to look like but and then you're me as a person who lives and kind of grew up in the era that we have right now like when i was a kid it was still like you buy cds there wasn't streaming there wasn't that but i've been around long enough and kind of reached adulthood in this era where you have everything online Mm -hmm. who you'd never look at me and ask me about like my cd collection and i would never have (laughs) a bad thing to say about any of them because i knew going in there was no getting Yeah. yeah there was no risk because it's like i could look it up online i can i never have to deal with music or spending money on music or any sort of physical media that I don't already know I love. So there's no risk to any of that. And I feel like there's kind of, we're kind of losing something in that because (laughs) in buying an album that I, or not buying, not even buying it and seeing an album and looking it up and it was an album I didn't like, I gained, like, I remember it now. It's a, it's an experience that I remember. Story. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that we don't get a lot, where it's like, oh yeah, I bought that vinyl and it was just absolute shit. You don't have something to put on at a party and be like, look at look at this weird music that I I found or whatever. Isn't this yeah. weird, wacky? Like nobody, I don't know. It'd be like it'd be like going into a video store and buying the room, the movie, for just think because you looked at it and you're like, yeah. oh, what's this good? And you bring it home and you're like. You've, I've discovered gold, but like in a bad way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like stuff yeah. like that doesn't happen as much. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have taken a chance on a purchase necessarily for music. And I, I the closest thing that I have come to that is buying like um, CDs from the opening acts of of bands that I've gone and seen, mm-hmm. just as like. I don't say it's like a pity thing, but like, I like supporting like upcoming artists and stuff. So if I go and see a concert, I'll usually buy a shirt. And, and if the opening band is, is something that's vaguely interesting to me, I'll buy the brains. I bought the brains oh, um, yeah. out in the dark CD when I went and saw them with avatar. Cause I was like, yeah, this, this shit's pretty cool. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it. Obviously I, I'm not like in love with that album, but like, I, I don't regret purchasing it. I don't think it's bad music at all. I think there are some of those scenarios that have given me like music that i don't listen to anymore like there's a band called iron tom i think that i have a cd for that i just i list i started to listen to maybe once and then never never finished yeah. it never bothered because it just wasn't the right vibe so i i think yeah i think you're right and that's it I, I don't think it's a good or bad thing inherently that like we're missing out on buying bad music <laughs> missing out on wasting money <laughs> but it's the 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 climate the culture is different yeah, and where it's easy to access music, and it's so easy to like find shit that you do like and filter out shit that you don't like, and I think I think in that experience, it, it's different, not necessarily bad. Um, however, bad music, bad music is what we're talking now. Not no. really. I, I can't say that 
the idea of of this next album sounded horrible to me and i think this is just an interesting experience so the album i'm talking about was called everybody wins um and the the album was created by a streamer a twitch streamer that i that i watched the only streamer that i watched he plays video games um and he created a concept album because it was from like a charity he did like a a charity tetrasathon thing he loves playing tetris and one of the stretch goals was that he would make a concept album and uh, he would make it with the chat group that people that watch his, his stream or whatever. So they, he, they hit the stretch goal. They decided on the, the idea, the concept of the album was going to be one song for every ending of like some old video game that they had played on stream or whatever that had some really fucking weird endings. Like one of them, they, they were all cavemen, I think. And they were all like the endings were all how they evolved into other things one of which was just like a floating penis in space what and one of fuck? which they just decided to become plants and one of them, they become ro- became robots. I don't know. It's really fucking weird, but uh, he cannot sing. <laughs> and this was kind of inspiring to me because like he, he recorded all of his demos on stream, like with people watching and he, he would just like, they would mock up some lyrics and he'd sing it. And he, he wasn't criticizing his vocals or anything necessarily too bad. Like he would do a couple takes but uh, eventually he like he released his demos and he gave the demos to chat and chat remixed them. All of these people from this community just kind of got in together and they were like, yeah, like let's, let's make these things good from, from what he did. And then uh, everyone submitted their entries and then he played them on the stream. And then we, everyone like voted for which ones they liked better. And that's how they got the finished product of the album. And it's so like fascinating. <laughs> and it's so like inspiring that like, there's all these people that are just like, yeah, like let's fucking make a remix of some weird chat or some weird like Twitch streamer singing a song that he wrote about a video game. Like just that whole experience was a blast and the album's actually really fun to listen to. And I I'm curious to, to hear your perspective on it just because you don't have the full context of like being invested in the streams and, and watching it, watching it be made just as an end product. It's called everybody wins. I'll send you a link to it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's easily available on like Spotify or things yet. There's one on, on SoundCloud. There's I one on it's Spotify on by Dried Spider. Is that that does not sound like okay? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'll I'll send that to you. But yeah, so it was just like this weird, like inspiring and like um kind of kind of heartwarming experience to see see these people just kind of like having fun making music. Whereas most of the time when I'm making music, I'm criticizing the shit out of myself and like overthinking things. And like, they just like, he just shits them out. He's like, yeah, like it doesn't matter. He He's not trying to think in terms of like, oh man, my vocals are going to be like phenomenal. And like my lyrics are going to make so much sense. He just kind of like did it and then put it out there. And then everyone in, in his community just kind of like took it and, and made it something else. And it was, it was just a fun experience. That collaboration is definitely something I feel like hearing that story makes me think that I'm going to like it Yeah, just because I don't know, you know, I'm not a stickler for it's, it's the running joke. I'm not a stickler for good music. Like I don't yeah. need the music doesn't have to be good for me to like it. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's just a super cool idea where it's like the it collaborative is. effort of, which is why I like stuff like plunder phonics and like remixing so much is because it's, it's a collaborative effort with a lot of people coming together to create because everybody 
like how they always say like everybody's got a good book in them everybody's got like whatever everybody has a good song in them at least and i feel like if you get the right person the right material they're going to be able to make something super cool so give everybody access to all the material so they can try to make cool songs yeah there's some definitely some cool some cool things on there i'll I'll send you links to them after this uh after we get done recording today and i'll post them i'll I'll put them in the in the description maybe of this episode when we put it up so yeah people people can find it listen to them um (laughs) shit man i i only have one other thing that i was listening to a decent amount and it's also an album that i've heard before but it just was right again uh there's i was kind of feeling like i needed to listen to some older like core type metal i don't know like metal core like post rock whatever like whatever that early 2000s stuff is and yeah. there's a band <laughs> called converge and i listened to their album jane doe again and at the time that it came out i think it was ahead of its time and then it kind of like paved the way for a certain sound that persisted through the 2000s and into like 2009 ish it's got like some really harsh and screamy stuff but it it just sounds good to me and i never listened to it back when it came out i listened to it like a couple years later whenever that stuff was big but it just amps me up in a way that i typically don't even want music to do but it's just like i'm okay with that album doing it yeah yeah. but i don't know it makes me want to jump around and like be in a mosh pit again it makes me want to be like 15 go into a like a I don't know. I have a very, very vivid memories of seeing all that remains, Kill Switch Engage, Cannibal Corpse, and Whitechapel at uh at the same show, and it was just like this insanity. Like everybody was just like beating the <laughs> shit out of each other. It was just yeah. a crazy time. But it makes me want that again. Yeah, I love those albums that are just like they're they're so perfectly capturing a moment in your past and in time of just like just the vibes of it all. And that shit's fun to always revisit. In a semi-related note, I was actually thinking about this earlier of, of kind of diving into some like older screamo, like emo kind of things. I didn't listen to, um, we talked about it last week. You said your brother recommended it to. Oh, the to, origami angel. That's the one. Uh, yeah. I have yeah. that. It's on my backlog now, but I did not get a chance to listen to it. Maybe, maybe I'll make time for it. But uh, instead of like the the Midwest emo, just kind of the more whiny, like yeah. the, the kind of man that sounds like a girl kind of screamo stuff that's been on my mind this, for the past couple of days. So, man, maybe I should maybe I should dive into that. Maybe now's yeah. the time that I give it a fair shake. Because I mean, obviously it was laughed. It was laughed about throughout high school. And I mean, it, it was. Me. And for it's... me, I, I was laughing at people listening to that kind of music. So I was, we were too. My whole friend group was. We were like, they're the fake metalheads because we're the real yeah. metalheads that <laughs> yeah. listen to folk metal from Sweden or whatever. Like, we're the real <laughs> yeah. metalhead. Like, whatever, dude. Yeah, now that I'm not to fucking shipping up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys, and you thought, oh, that I made you cooler, <laughs> dude. I was listening to Amon Marth, and I thought that made me cooler. But Hell for yeah. real, ship. Dropkick Murphys are a band that is so close to my heart. I actually have. I know. <laughs> I was targeting you. Okay. okay. It's about to say, I have signed, sealed, and delivered on vinyl, and it's great. But, uh, yeah. Uh, coming up. I, yeah. Coming up. I have, I, don't have, I have a huge list. Oh, so. go for it then. Please do. <laughs> hey, Helms Ali has a new album. They what? just released a new album in the past like week. It's called Keep This Be The Way. Oh my uh, god! I saw that and I was like, I need to, I need to check that out. Um, 
also before even even before I saw that last time I actually meant to have this as a to do on my list because it, it crossed my mind and that is some like Christian music that I listened to when I was younger. There are a couple albums that stand out to me in my history of me actually enjoying them. And it's not like Skillet or like some like some Christian band trying to be edgy and cool. It was just like modern, contemporary kind of Christian music. And it wasn't necessarily like praise music even. It was just like some like maybe rock. Maybe that's that might be giving it a bit too much to call it rock. But there were a couple of album like artists like Chris Rice and like uh, Paul Coleman Trio, I think, is one of them. So I, I kind of want to dive into that and see if I still think it sounds good because I liked it back in the day. And yeah. I, I honestly think that I'll still enjoy it just oh because God. I feel like, I feel like even back then I knew what was like cringy, I guess in relation yeah. to Christian music and I didn't like it, but there, there were a couple that stand out to me. It's like, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it from a musical standpoint. Shit, man. Wanting to listen to Christian music. Yeah, that's that's a concept. It's a, it's so, a weird time. It's a weird yeah. time in my life, I guess. I Not mean, that I plan on converting to Christianity or anything, but just the, the those joy. albums were on my mind. Man, well, I'm glad you have stuff to look forward to, because well, I have the Helms Ali album now. So the Kendrick Lamar album is going to be out in two weeks, I think. In well. two weeks, I think okay. so. I was think it, it'll, what was it'll it? be within this fortnight. I don't remember what the title is. I um, thought it was also, coming out like May 24th. Is that the day? I thought. Oh, maybe is it? Is it actually in the next fortnight? I don't know. I feel like it, uh, it was sometime soon. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But uh, Florence and the Machine has an album coming up. Uh, Sigrid's album. Sigrid. I did end up listening to Sigrid over the past fortnight a little bit, and I wasn't super impressed. <laughs> um, but I do still want to check out her new album because why not? That's what I've been. That's what I've been looking for. Uh, and there are a couple of other artists that they're like some electronic albums that are out slash coming out soon i think they're both out there's one that i just found today that i know is out called planet oasis by just a gent who is someone i've never listened to and i i gave it a quick peep and i was like yeah i'm into this so i want to listen to that and then i think liquid stranger is another one that has a new album that i've never listened to them but I'm, i'm interested enough to to check it out oh and fucking um robert plant and allison krauss their what? their newer album that came out last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally get I listened to a couple tracks from it the other night, and I was like, "This is really good." <laughs> so I, I wanna I, I wanna dive into that album fully. Man, I want to see them live. That'd like, be I, fantastic. My dad did, and he said it was amazing. He got a bootleg copy of the C, of the concert on CD. That's fun. And on I CD, got physical media, man. Yeah, I got to see Robert Plant and the Band of Joy. A few like a couple of years ago. Not, I mean, a couple. It was like probably like ten years ago. Honestly, at this point, like it was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a fucking while ago. But it was a really good show. It's fucking cool. cool. Um, yeah, man. I, I Kendrick Lamar's new album is May thirteenth. By the way, I don't know where I got May twenty fourth from. So that's yeah, so in that's like in ten days. Ten day, yeah. So spoilers: we're recording yeah. on May third. <laughs> yeah, we're really dating this episode. So, so yeah, that that one will come out the weekend before we record our next episode. Yeah. So, so we both better talk it. about it. Yeah, or we won't. And then feel bad about it. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Wet Leg. I, I didn't listen to Wet Leg either. Why not? I don't. I just didn't. Oh. I have so many things on my backlog that I just haven't listened to. And I feel like shit about it. Joey, you have a stink bug on your left shoulder. Yeah, that happens. There's a yeah. ton of them. 
Like they're just all over the fucking house. Just crawling around. I'm just watching them. Dude. I'm just I'm not I was about to go into a whole story. We're almost about to wrap this up. I don't need to go and it'd be disgusting. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I will go into it. Oh shit. Okay. It's really quick. So okay. So I make my coffee, I pour over. I do the pour over. I don't make it like a drip coffee from a from a machine. He's on my neck now, so I'm gonna get him off. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just do the pour over, so I boil water and pour it into like a thing that's over my coffee cup that I put the grounds in, and then it drips down mm-hmm. from that thing. So it was late at night, and I was making coffee because I was about to go up and play like games until early in the morning, and I was like, yeah. I need coffee. It was dark, so I make my coffee. I go upstairs, drink it. Everything's fine. I come back down, and I'm about to do. Uh, about to do dishes just just to try to get it cleaned up there's a fucking stink bug embedded in the grounds of the coffee that i made so i think i had made you drank, stink bug. you drank some stink bug coffee yeah did it uh, taste the, good no it tasted like coffee like it <laughs> yeah i, I guess noticed, coffee's a pretty strong taste so i noticed nothing different about it but <laughs> that's why stink bug got boiled alive <laughs> yep. they're all over the place though like yeah i don't know where that happens to me too man stink bugs that's just stay tuned next time when we talk about nothing but stink bugs because that's consuming our lives out here in fucking middle of nowhere indiana not not really the middle of nowhere yeah we're we're kind of close i'm i'm closer to the middle of nowhere than you are rural rural indiana there we go suburban to rural we're yeah. not in suburbs. We're we're more rural than that. You're definitely we're what, more rural. <laughs> we're whatever's in between the two. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking. We're not hicks, but we're not cool sticks people. either. Sticks, sticks and hicks yeah. and bricks. And-